on demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, May the 15th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF has begun blocking roads along the Gaza Strip border, boosted forces in the frontier area, and refreshed open-fire orders as part of preparations for expected disturbances during Palestinian commemorations of what they call Nakba Day. The IDF spokesman for Arabic-language media in a message to Gaza residents called on them to stay away from the fence and the buffer area so they get home safely for the iftar meal, which breaks the Ramadan fast. A Khan reporter says that Hamas has stationed personnel by the fence to prevent demonstrators from approaching it. Earlier, a senior Hamas official, Suhil al-Hindi, said that the demonstrations to mark Nakba Day are expected to be nonviolent. In an interview with the Palestinian site Sawa, he said that hundreds of thousands of people are expected to take part in the demonstrations, and the march of return will continue no matter the cost. The organizing committee of the march called on Gaza residents to come to the border fence after prayers. Coalition talks and sparring. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has urged Haredi Orthodox parties and the Union of Right-Wing Parties to scale back their demands regarding religion and state so as not to give Yisrael Beitenu leader Avigdor Lieberman opportunity to harden his stance on these issues. A Khan reporter says that in recent meetings, Netanyahu hinted primarily to the ultra-Orthodox parties that they would have to give up some of their demands in order to make it possible to form a government. At the same time, the Union of Right-Wing Parties reportedly explored the possibility of getting budget and project-rich transportation folio as an alternative to the justice portfolio. Knesset member Yisrael Eichler of the United Torah Judaism Party denied the reports, saying for that for his party there are many problems, far more important than those reported on by the media, including housing, employment, public transportation, and health, which affect all citizens in Israel, and especially the Haredi sector. Meanwhile, Yisrael Beitenu chairman of Igdor Lieberman stressed that his party would not support any other candidate to form the government other than Benjamin Netanyahu from within the Likud or outside it. And there's no coordination between Yisrael Beitenu and that of Moshe Kachlon's Kulanu. With this, Lieberman stressed that his party will not yield on its principles. The Tel Aviv Magistrates Court has released under restrictive terms the 65-year-old Herzliya Pituach resident who was arrested after spitting yesterday at the Polish ambassador to Israel. According to the man, he was forced to walk in the street because the sidewalk was blocked, and then the diplomat's car pulled up and honked at him to move. In response, the man struck the car, and after the ambassador photographed him with his telephone, he opened the car door and spat at the diplomat. He said he didn't know it was the ambassador, but recognized the diplomatic plates. Israel's ambassador in Poland was summoned to the foreign ministry in Washington over the incident, the ambassador condemned it, which she said she believed was isolated. Meanwhile, Poland's Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki tweeted, tweeted he is very concerned by the assault, calling it racist, and stressed that Warsaw strongly condemns xenophobia. A worker seriously hurt while unloading equipment during Eurovision preparations at the Expo Tel Aviv earlier this week has died of his injuries at Echelov Hospital. The man, Foldy Schwartz, 66, of Pardes Chana, was heard when lighting equipment fell on him. Police said initial findings from the investigation found that the equipment was not handled according to safety regulations.
Eurovision organizers offered their deepest condolences to Schwartz's family. Organizers said that safety is the utmost priority, and they are coordinating and cooperating with authorities. Ten countries out of 17 qualified last night for the Eurovision final, which will take place on Saturday night. Greece, Belarus, Serbia, Cyprus, Estonia, the Czech Republic, Australia, Iceland, San Marina, and Slovenia. The second semifinal will take place tomorrow night with 18 countries participating, from which another 10 will qualify. These qualifiers will all be joined on Saturday night by the six countries whose spot in the final is guaranteed, including host Israel, for a total of 26 competitors. A jury dress rehearsal for tomorrow's semifinal is scheduled to be held this evening. Israelis viewing the semifinal last night were briefly interrupted after hackers broke into the Internet live stream. The hacked message carried a forged warning from the IDF of a possible rocket attack. It was soon taken down. The weather outlook, cooler tomorrow in the northern hills, but still hot for the time of year. Friday, much hotter and Saturday, cooler with seasonal temperatures. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 32, Tel Aviv and Haifa 27, Bersheva 35, and Enelat going up to 42 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.